yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. We're back. And better than ever. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thanks for tuning in on Halloween night. I hope you're not doing anything. Because uh, you shouldn't be going out. <laughs> so I hope you're listening instead of going outside. Yeah. I was thinking earlier today, though, if I like had a house and it was Halloween, I would like try to finagle a way to give trick-or-treaters candy. I, I, my, you would do the tube method? No, my thought was I would make like um, like popcorn like bags or something. I'd or maybe 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 just candy, but I would like decorate my house like a castle, and I'd build a catapult, and I would like fling candy and treats. Oh, at that'd be the cute. Kids when they came up. Yeah, I'm really nervous about kids going trick or treating. I just I think there's good ways like that, like the you know attaching a tube to the railing, and then you put candy through the tube, and then it goes down the little chute, and then they just take it out of the bucket. Mm-hmm. But think about how many little kids are going to be touching that bucket all night, and then the kids aren't going to wear their masks, and the kids don't socially don't social distance, and like they're all going to be crowded. And I know they don't get sick as easily or whatever, but still, they can. They can still transmit it. They can still transmit it. So it's kind of worrisome to me. I don't think it should be happening. I think it should be canceled, but... That's because you don't like joy. No, I do. I do like joy. Okay. But whatever. (sighs) (laughs) Anyway, what's new this week? We Um, shouldn't get into too much because we still have an episode to record in two days. Yeah, for Monday. I mean, okay, sure. Do you have any? What What do you like about Halloween, Carly? Candy. Candy. Candy corn. Candy corn. Reese's pumpkins. Reese's pumpkins. Reese's everything. Chocolate. Candy. That's all. That's the only thing you like about it. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy dressing up. We're not dressing up this year, are we? No, we yeah. were gonna, but there's just so many. Options that are just too cute that I don't want to waste on this year, so I'm like, eh, I'm just not gonna do it then. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing to dress up for, at least not for us. No, no, there's <laughs> nothing to dress up for, so yeah, just gonna stay in. We work tomorrow anyway, so or we work today. We work on Halloween. <laughs> huh. Whatever. Are you? I don't know. Nothing. I was just looking at you. Okay. Um. Since you insisted on doing this episode today. I didn't insist. <laughs> what? <laughs> you insisted on doing I a Halloween episode. suggested we do one. Oh, I, I thought it would be a good tradition to have. Yeah, you're right. You're we don't right. have to do this. We don't okay, have are to we do talking this. about anything before we get into it or what's happening? Nah, we don't need to. Because we have an episode to actually record this week, so. Yeah. And our bonus episodes typically don't do that well compared to the other ones. It's true. So no one's really listening to this. Yeah, so we can say whatever we want. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Nobody should vote. Harry. What? No one's going to hear it? Go vote. I was literally just going to ask, did you go vote? Yes, I did. You should go vote, everyone. Yeah. Go vote. Do as I do, not as I say. Stop discouraging people to vote. That's so wrong. <laughs> Every, everyone should vote. Everyone go vote. I was, 
Was it? This is an important election. Go vote. Your vote matters. In some cases. <sighs> Just go vote. Yeah, I mean, your vote mattering is like not the, uh, I don't know. Never mind. Whatever. <laughs> they get it. They understand. It matters, but it doesn't. Joking. They get it. I said that you shouldn't vote. Well, I don't like that joke. (laughs) All right. Go vote. Go vote. I already did. The election is stressing me out. Is it not stressing you out? Probably not. I mean, yeah, I don't. I I don't have any control over it. I did. I did my part. It's nothing else I can do. Yeah, but you're not going to be affected if, you know, Trump wins again. Yeah, well. Not really. Okay. Definitely not as, you know you're not going to be as affected as a lot of people. Well, yeah, I, I, I didn't say I wouldn't be the most, what? <laughs> you just don't really have that much on the line here, so it's probably not that stressful for you. I care about other people. Yeah, I know, but think about how other people are feeling. Yeah. Why are you doing this to me? Because I, I'm just saying. You're like, yeah, it's done. What's done? I've done what I can. Well, I mean, that's how I feel about anything, whether it affects me or not. Nothing it's affects out of my, you. If it's out of my control, <laughs> what's the point of worrying? Well, you're wrong. There's nothing I can do about it. Okay. Well, okay. Fine. What? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Shouldn't even be doing an episode. Yeah. Okay. You You're the one who do said it. don't vote. You're the one who said you didn't want to do an episode. <laughs> You're being forced to. I worked today and I'm sleepy. Okay, we didn't have to do it. Harry, I'm not arguing with you over this. On live television. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> okay, um, well... I'm going to go first, because I did the same thing that we did last year for tradition's sake. Since someone's into traditions we around here. also did other stuff last year. All right, great. Well, mine is going to be a Reddit story. A long one. And it's good. It's spooky. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I got this off of Reddit. Uh, I got the it from a subreddit uh, called Ghost Stories. And so the description of this subreddit is, this subreddit is for those who have real, in all caps, paranormal experiences. Feel free to share your own. And this one was, when I got it this morning, it had been posted 16 minutes ago. So Mm. it's fresh. It's still, it was still put out today. Fresh. Still warm from the oven. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh... I will read you... sizzling skillet. Okay. Well, I'm going to read you this story. It's pretty long, but it's interesting. Ready? Mm -hmm. This was posted by... (laughs) I didn't actually look at their username until I printed it out earlier today. Like, 20 minutes ago. This was posted by Groose the Moose. It's a cool name. (laughs) Groose the Moose? Yeah, Groose the Moose. That's a good one. So, the title is 20 Years of Being Haunted. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's under the haunting category. And this is how it starts. Ready? Mm-hmm. 
This story takes place over the course of 20 years. Oh, man, this is a long one. Yeah. It's all long. This one is good. I think it's going to... So everyone just needs to turn off the lights, put on a candle. It's spooky, okay? And it's real. It's real. All right, ready? Yeah. We should have turned off the lights. You want me to turn off the light? No. Going back all those years takes us back to when I was five. And my family had just purchased an empty lot that used to be farmland. It was perfect to build a new house on for my mom, dad, brother, and I. At least that's what was thought at the time. There were many issues that sprang up during the building process, and it took a few months longer than it should have to be finished. Finally completed, we moved in. Not long after, everything changed. Okay. Everything changed. Stop. I vividly remember a dream I had a few nights after moving into the home. This was merely a prelude prelude to what would come. In the dream, the house was as it was in normal life. The basement was unfinished, and all that was down there uh, were support beams and a concrete floor. There was something in the basement, whispering, calling out to me. I started down the stairs and figured... And a figure was standing half behind a support. When I saw the figure, I immediately woke up. I find it a little odd that I can remember a dream like that after all the after all these years. But I guess looking back, it was kind of a premonition in a way. Following that nightmare, things started to kick up in the house. I have dreams that I remember from when I was a little kid. Yeah, but not many. They yeah, gotta no. be real important or scary. It's true. Um, for activity in the home, I'll start with a story my mother told me recently. Randomly, one day, she asked if I remember asking her about the black thing. Of course, I remembered the figure, but as for asking her about it, I was clueless. So he's like five here, I think. Uh, she then told me about one day we came back from walking my brother to the bus stop. And as we were coming back, I paused and turned to my mother. Completely unaware anything was out of sorts, I asked her, Do you see the black thing over there? My mother saw nothing. She was a bit freaked out now and quickly got me in the car and left, calling my father to tell him. This apparently wasn't the only time I asked her. One day while getting ready for school, my mother was helping me, and I casually told her, Mommy, the black thing is in your room. (laughs) From my doorway, I could see perfectly into my parents' adjacent bedroom. I'm pretty sure at this point my mother was convinced her house was haunted. How creepy would that be if you have your little five-year-old boy saying, Mommy, do you see that black thing that's in your room? There's a black thing in your room. Oh, man. There's a black figure standing behind you, Mommy. Mommy, there's a black figure. (laughs) Mommy, mom, mom, mom. (laughs) Mama, Mama. have you seen the black man? (laughs) The black figure, the black thing. (laughs) I don't think it was a black man. I think it was a black shadow man. (laughs) Um, As for things that I remember happening in that house, dot, dot, dot. Sorry, I'm I'm turning the page. No, there really was a dot, dot, dot. Okay, that's a good way. During the day, things were usually pretty calm. The only incident I can remember happening during the day was another time my mother and I were alone, and I was sitting in the living room before school. Mom was down the hall. Five- to six-year-old me heard something upstairs, which was pretty weird considering it was our empty attic. 
pretty freaked out, I went down the hall and almost ran into my mom who was coming to get me. We locked eyes as if to say, you hear that too? That's creepy. Yeah. Isn't that creepy? A little bit. Above us, it sounded like someone was wearing heavy boots and was runner and was running across the attic. <laughs> I'm just picturing this like black shadowy figure with like big, big boots on, just like... sprinting back and forth, just zoom, <laughs> zoom, zoom in the attic. Then there was pounding, like someone was trying to escape. Oh no! My dad was called to investigate. He poked his head in the attic and saw nothing. Father. Can you look in the attic for us, Father? Papa. Pa- puppy. Pa- puppy. Puppy. <laughs> Pappy. Pappy. <laughs> Get up in the attic. Pappy. Okay. I was uh, done. My dad, he didn't look done. He looked like he was going to say more. Yeah, everyone. I didn't think I was to say. Yeah, okay. Uh, hang on, let me turn this down a little bit. Just cause. Uh, things escalated. Wait. Any further after further investigation, there wasn't any way for even an animal to get in. After mm, I'm that, I'm sure an animal could get in. <laughs> His that dad's a little too confident. Yeah, I they, knew something wasn't right in the house. Squirrels can get in anywhere. Things escalated from that point on. To keep this a little shorter, I'll kind of gloss over some of the more common things that happened. This thing is like ten pages long, oh, so boy. it's barely short, but. We'll see if I cut any out, depending on what time we're at. <laughs> it's all right. Um, you always felt watched. During the day, during the night, constant. I would leave my back to a doorway the entire seven years I lived there. Even when I would play with toys, I'd hide behind my bed, away from the door. At night, you'd feel as though someone was standing over you. A few times, I woke up to see someone there. After rubbing my eyes, which, wishing I was still dreaming, it'd still be there. At the end of the bed... Always watching. It got to the point I'd brush it off, pull the covers over my head, and go back to sleep. It recently came out that my mom had similar experiences, only she never saw the thing. I mean, if you if 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 you pull your covers over your head and it goes away and you don't have any more problems, don't see don't see the issue. Well, it gets worse. You just got a little. Harry, the story gets creepier. Okay. Okay. Mummy. Stop it. I think I'm being watched, mummy. Stop it, mama. Shh. I always saw this shadow man, typical, I know. I remember, though, when I'd have to walk from the living room to the dining room, I'd always wait for someone else to go with me. The hallway ran between the two rooms, and my parents' bedroom was at the end of the hall. When I'd walk across the hall, my hairs would stand on end, and the shadow would be at the end of the hall. I'd always be in the doorway, staring down the hall at me. It'd always be in the doorway, staring down the hall at me. There were a couple of random things that would happen. Once in the middle of the night, I heard someone in the kitchen, and a few moments later, I heard glass shatter. When asked about it, nobody else heard it, and no one was in the kitchen. On one occasion, I woke up to a male voice in my room. I couldn't understand what it was saying, but it went on for minutes. I had an acoustic guitar propped in the corner of my room, and... As some of you may know, when you drag a pick across the string, the guitar will screech. My guitar did that on its own, and it was lying in bed. As I was lying in bed trying to sleep, what would you do? My guitar gently screech. Harry. I would uh, feel bad. You don't believe this guy, do you? No, but I would not like that if that happened. (laughs) I'm believing it. 
This sounds legit. Okay. You don't be. believe this guy? You just don't believe him because you can't explain away all this stuff that's happening. I don't believe it because it's like a random like Reddit post thing. I believe uh, it. <laughs> People seem to have... This seemed to be a legitimate ghost story. Could be. Okay. Uh, seven long, uncomfortable years later, we moved. Harry, start... Okay, try to believe that this is real. Because okay. it's not fun if you're like, well, it's off Reddit. It's not real. Okay. You Sorry. have to try to believe that it's somewhat real. I will. That he's telling the truth. Okay, I will. Okay. Our new house didn't have any activity, and it was like heaven. Though my mother and I were just waiting for something to happen. Sadly, the peace didn't last long, and a few months later, we moved again. We moved out about an hour away from our original house, and nothing strange happened in this home as well for a while. One night, though, I had an odd dream about my old childhood home. I dreamt whatever shadow man was there hitched a ride to our new home. This dream was a few days after we'd driven we'd driven by the old house to see what the house looked like after maybe two years of us being gone. After that, my life became a waking nightmare. Shadow man has to get a lift to... He, he can't just transport himself. Harry. What? I, I The activity in the house, mainly around me, escalated, and every night I, I was having a different nightmare about whatever was haunting me. The worst part about the dreams was the fact that bits and pieces of them would come true the next day. To keep the story from getting too long, I'll gloss over the nightmares and only include what's relevant. Okay. <laughs> the first dream I had took place in my deceased grandmother's home. My family was around me, but I couldn't understand what they were saying. I started looking around the room, trying to get their attention, but it was like I wasn't there. Suddenly, I looked into the blank TV and saw a teenage boy sitting beside me on the couch. When I looked beside me, he wasn't there, but in the reflection, he was there, staring at me. This is a dream. Oh, it's a dream. Oh, yes, right, this is right. a dream. If you would listen. I was listening. Uh-huh. Nobody could hear me shouting about the boy sitting beside me, and when I looked back, he was there. Blonde hair, blue eyes, sitting on the couch, just watching me. I don't know why, but rage consumed me, and I attacked. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> As I did so, the, the boy... the real monster? The boy just smiled at me, and his eyes went from a normal hue to something unnatural that still haunts me to this day. There were, there, they were a shade of blue so light they seemed to glow. After this, I woke up. Now, fast forward to the next day. I was home alone with my dog, and I was carving a pumpkin in the dining room. Cute. He was laying on the couch sleeping, and I started to get an unsettling feeling. Next thing I know, the dog is perked up, staring at the blank TV screen, his ears folded back. He glances between me and the blank screen a few times for tucking his tail and bolting from the room. That's not what you want to see. No. The dreams continued, and without fail, the following day, part of them would play out in real life. I would be washing dishes, and I could feel someone standing in the door watching me. The music from my iPod turned to static. Fight or flight kicked in. I bolted out of the kitchen and ran into my room, sitting on my bed, watching the door. From down the hall, I could hear the doorknob of the coat closet attached to my room rattling. Then the bathroom knob. Then my parents' room. My room was next, but it never budged. Whatever it was continued toying with, with me. I was home alone with the dog again, and he came darting up the stairs and into my lap on the couch. 
I was confused because he was wet. I hadn't let him outside in two hours. Panicked, I rushed into the kitchen to grab some a kind of weapon, which which wound up being a chef's knife. Well, <laughs> well, because you think someone, your dog is all wet. He got outside. Someone broke in. Okay. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> being a dumb teenager, I was. I went to investigate. I went downstairs and the back door was wide open. The rain was soaking the carpet. I didn't know how long it had been open and I immediately went on high alert. Someone had broken in. I made my way through the house, checking everywhere someone could hide. It was only the dog and I. Freaked out, I went back downstairs to shut the door, which was still locked, by the way. Once it was closed again, the curtains blew back in my face. Somehow a cold wind was coming through the door. Ooh. You don't believe this story. This is no fun if you don't believe the story. Do you believe it yet? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I think it's, I think it's real. I think it was really going to kill that dog. Shut up. My nightmares hit their peak in that house when I had a dream featuring the usual blonde-haired teenager. I was running from him as he chased me through the streets. It was like a game to him. Okay. Oh, this is the creepiest story out of them all. Okay. This would freak me out. Okay. I still can't shake the eerie smile he always wore. Just as I was about to escape, he caught me and I was thrown into the back of some old beat-up junker car. I woke up after that and couldn't get myself to fall back to sleep. The next day, my parents were a few states away house shopping. This meant my older brother, dog, and I were the only ones home. I was bored out of my mind and we wound up getting hit with a pretty massive snowstorm. Not having anything else to do, I went out that night and started shoveling the driveway so I wouldn't have to work my way through three feet of snow the next morning. By that point, we'd gotten about a foot and a half of snow, and I was about halfway done with the driveway. My heart sank when I heard an all-too-familiar engine coming down the hill toward our house. I turned away and kept my head down, pretending like nothing was wrong. Before it even made it to my street... I knew what was going to happen. He was going to drive past me, slam on the brakes, and back up before talking to me. It was going to be that damn blonde with the creepy smile. <laughs> My crush. Sh sure enough, I saw the red brake lights before the car asked me what my house number was, and I told him. Without a word, he whipped the car into the neighbor's driveway. Mind you, there's a foot and a half of snow on the roads at that time as the plows hadn't come through yet. He stepped out, grabbed a pizza box that didn't have the warming sleeve or anything from the back seat, walked up to the neighbor's door, rang the doorbell, and walked away without even waiting. He launched the box into the back seat, so he like just went up to the door with his pizza box, rang the neighbor's doorbell, got back in his car immediately and put the pizza box back in his car. Okay, that's weird. He launched the box into the back seat, got back in the car, and left. The neighbors had been gone for the last week. So they never ordered pizza. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is creepy. <laughs> if this guy you see in your dream all the time actually shows up, that is, that would goes be. to the neighbor's house, Get the pizza box. Wait, does he take the... Okay, does he... Was the pizza box... 
the pizza box was in his car. He took it car. out. He went up to the door like he was delivering it. He yeah, rang he rang doorbell, the doorbell and then and walked then back to his car and threw the pizza box in the back. To or deliver a pizza very unconvincingly for unknown yeah, reasons. He said he walked up to the neighbor's door, rang the bell, and walked away without even waiting. He launched what? the pizza box into the back seat, got back in the car, and left. <laughs> how fucking weird would that be? It's very weird. <laughs> Think about how weird that would be if you didn't even see this guy in your dreams. If he just went there, rang the doorbell immediately, like he just walks up, rings the doorbell, walks back, throws the pizza box. Okay, this story makes me think that at least parts of this are somewhat real. Yeah. Well, I was saying before, this is just someone doing creative writing. No. But that's too weird of a thing for someone to... uh, put in a fake story like this i agree see you're you get it you're getting it harry isn't that creepy <laughs> what is he trying to accomplish i don't know Harry. how you know he's not human he's trying to watch him it's not human probably not resisting the urge to run screaming back into the house think about seeing the guy that you see in your dreams all the time though I knowing be... that he never what i'd be struck dumb (laughs) i made my way into the garage placed the shovel in the middle of the wall and kicked my boots off i ran into the house and slapped the button to close the garage two steps into the house i hear a loud slam from the garage (gasps) oh i hiccuped oh no um uh, and the door starts going back up preparing myself to face certain death i cracked the door and looked into the garage The door was open, and the shovel I'd propped up against the wall was 30 feet away in the middle of the driveway. I slapped the button and noped my way back into the house. That's not it. I kind of whipped the papers back, making it seem like that was it. (laughs) After that, the dream seemed to calm down, but the activity was always there. I'd hear footsteps on the stairs behind me when I was sitting on the couch. I'd hear the bathroom door open and someone walk in when I was showering, but everyone would be downstairs and the door was still shut and locked when I got out. You just never felt alone in that house. I don't think I've ever felt so happy as when I heard we were moving away again. I was getting away from whatever was creeping on me. Fast forward about a year or two. Things in the new place were almost normal. I had some weird occurrences, but nothing like that I'd dealt with before. I'd see shadows in the corner of my eye, or I'd see a person walking around, and when I'd look back, they're gone. It wasn't until I had to go back to that godforsaken house that my life was thrown back into a nightmare state. We had rented out the last house, and the tenants had trashed it. So as a family, we made the 11-hour drive to go clean it out before renting it again. The entire time I was looking over my shoulder, waiting to see that creepy smile paired with those inhuman eyes. Thankfully, not much happened. I had some weird nightmares and refused to be alone in the house, but that was it. It wasn't until we drove back home that he made his presence known once again. My nightmares came back, but this time, the blonde was out to kill me. I'd wake up feeling like I was being choked on more than one occasion. I'd hear claws scratching on my door in the middle of the night, and thinking it was the dog trying to get in, I went to open the door. The hallway was dark, and the dog was nowhere to be seen. Then I heard him snoring in my parents' room. It wasn't the dog. I'd shut my door and go back to sleep like nothing happened. When it didn't get my attention... When that didn't get my attention, I woke up to a clicking sound. 
I sat up in bed and looked around trying to see what was making the mysterious ticking noise. I turned the flashlight on my phone uh, and noticed my doorknob moving. It slowly moved to the left, click, center, click, right, click. It continued like this, moving faster until the knob was just shaking before it went completely still. With a sigh, I went back to sleep. (laughs) My things would go missing, and I'd go ask my mom if she'd seen them. Of course she hadn't. I'd always go back into my room and just say, All right, cool ghost, you got me. Now give me my stuff back. I'd leave my room for a little bit, and when I'd go back in, whatever I'd lost would be sitting on my bed. Hmm. That's creepy. Yeah. This is creepy. It is creepy. (laughs) The sounds of claws would follow me through the house, and at this point, it was just normal for me, and I'd brush it off. I wasn't going to let him get to me this time. At least that's what I thought. Whatever it started following, whatever it was, started following me to work. Clothes would fall off of the middle of the racks or off the wall displays. Someone would whisper in my ear when I was at the shop alone. I was freaked out, but I tried not to show it. Eventually, my mom had enough of my craziness and contacted a medium. Now, don't get me wrong, I believe most of them are fakes just looking to make a quick buck, but this woman, she knew nothing about us, but agreed to help. We spoke on the phone for a while, and she told us there was someone who wanted to tell us something. Mom and I kind of looked at each other, both of us skeptical. She said their name started with a V, Victoria or something like that. My deceased grandmother's name started with a V. We mentioned this, and the next thing she said had me convinced. She said she was getting a pain in her chest and asked if my grandmother had a heart attack. She had. So at this point, my grandmother's message was for us to give them hell. Still not sure what it meant, but the woman told us there was something attached to an old piece of furniture I had. We took it out of the house along with a haunted urn my mother had received as a gift, and things settled down. You'd think that's where my story ends, but it's not. Oh, no. I'd still see creepy things happening around me, but I'd learned to deal with it. Eventually, I ran off and joined the military. Now, my friend and I, being bored out of our minds in the barracks, decided to buy a Ouija board to pass the time. Bad idea, people. Bad idea. Yeah, I know. That's what he writes next. I mean, <laughs> though I would like to Ouija board in here. Um, I don't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the good podcast content. No. We waited until it was dark and went into the went into the head as that was the only place it was quiet and we wouldn't be interrupted by the other marines being loud. Keep in mind we were in we were on Paris Island and that place gets creepy. Those stories are for another time. So, we started asking, oh man. So, we started asking the usual questions. Is there anyone who wants to talk to us? Nothing. I didn't expect there would be any answer, and I considered moving the planchette just to mess with my friend. We'll call her Cat. We asked a few more times, and finally the planchette slowly moved to yes. I I gave Cat the side eye, thinking she was screwing around with me. She looked terrified. All right, cool. Let's see where this goes. We asked how old whoever we were talking to was. 19. Boy or girl? Boy. Name? Jake. I was intrigued at this point. We kept asking questions and Jake kept answering. We asked if he was a recruit that had passed away there. No. Okay. Marine? No. Kat and I had kind of stared at each other for a moment. Okay, so you were a civilian then? No. Well, that covered the three categories. (laughs) 
<laughs> what were you talking to? At this point, Kat was panicking and wanted to close the board out, but me being me, I didn't want to yet. At this point, I asked the dumbest thing I could have. Are you a good spirit? The planchette didn't move for a moment before it slowly slid. To no. Yeah. <laughs> Kat freaked out and demanded we stop. I gave in and we said goodbye before she threw the planchette off the board and left me to put everything away. <laughs> Whatever, it was a kid's game. I boxed everything up and put it back in my wall locker before going to bed. That night I woke up to someone whispering in my ear and came to the next mo- and. And come the next morning, most of the other Marines were freaking out, saying they heard someone walking up and down the squad bay past their racks. Mm. Apparently the drawers in the duty desk were slamming open and shut all night. (laughs) I was clueless because I'd put headphones in and passed back out after waking up to the whispering. When I finally got out of my rack and changed, I was confused by the disgusting smell surrounding my rack. Sulfur. Nobody around me seemed to be confused by the disgusting smell surrounding my rack. Oh, wait. Nobody around me seemed to be able to smell it. And finally, I dragged one of the other female marines back to my rack, and she looked at me like, What the hell do you have rotting back here? Shrugging my shoulders, I emptied a can of Febreze in my corner of the squad bay and went back to life as usual. Cat wound up having some weird experiences, and I'd have the lights around me go out whenever I'd talk about what had happened that night with the board. (laughs) The weirdest thing that happened after that was when I walked into the head and and heard water running. There was only three of us in the barracks that day. Everyone was out in town except me and two girls who were on bed rest, one of those being Cat. The other girls was knocked out on medication, so I knew it couldn't have been her. Confused, I checked all the toilets, sinks, showers, and even the washers. Nothing was running. After standing there for a minute, scratching my head, I checked the deep sink in the supply closet. The faucet had been swiveled so it was no longer over the sink and was gushing water full blast onto the floor. Pissed because I was going to have to clean that mess up, I went and got Cat from her rack and made her check the closet before I reamed her for being an idiot. I thought she was on bed rest. She came back out and told me she hadn't done it. She had been sleeping for most of the morning. She had a point. So if it wasn't either of us... Why'd you make her get out of bed? I don't know. I shook my head and turned the sink off before grabbing a mop and refused to talk about it. That was the last of my memorable experiences connected to the board from Paris Island. But when I moved duty stations, my new roommate had a Ouija board. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. All right. Um, I know doing it once was dumb enough, but going back for seconds, I deserved whatever I got then. We got a group together and messed around with the board and we got some answers, but it wasn't anything terrifying, so I brushed it all off. When my roommate left, she left her board in her desk, and of course, me being me, I decided I was going to play around with it again. I found a girl who was willing to see what we would get to answer us. We both knew the rules of the game, and late one night, we broke out the Ouija board and got to work. Now, this girl, short, had no idea about my previous rounds with a different board. We had some spirits come through. The only one I remember clearly was Robert, who claimed to be a sailor. Mm. That was plausible since that we were on a naval base at that point. He, we kept coming back to talk to Robert and the others, and it was always a pleasant conversation. 
Suddenly, they all stopped answering us. We kept trying to get the answer, but the only thing we got from him was, Afraid. We kept asking of what, and Robert wouldn't answer. Suddenly, the planchette moved to goodbye. We gave, we gave it some time before trying to talk to him again. When we got some answers, Short and I would both tell, tell it wasn't Robert talking. He had a very distinct way of responding, and this was nothing like before. Hmm. I started feeling uneasy, and Short asked, You aren't Robert, are you? No. Hmm. Okay, weird, but we kept going. Who are you? The planchette just kind of circled the board like they didn't want to answer. What's your name? Still nothing. I don't know why, but I asked, Are you what's been following me? Yes. Deep breath. Okay, now I'm starting to get freaked out. Short gives me a weird look and lets me start asking the questions. I've talked to you before, haven't I? Yes. What name did you give me? Short was watching me the whole time as I started to panic. The planchette went to J. Then to A. <gasps> Jesus Christ. I was in a full-on freak-out mode now. And then it slid to S-O-N. Jason! At this point, I knew it was playing games with me. You know that's wrong. <laughs> yes. J-A-Y. Stop playing with me. J-A-K-E. <laughs> okay, Jake. <laughs> How old did you say you were? Nineteen. When I asked if you were good, what did you say? No. At this point, I knew it was the same thing from before. I wasn't moving the planchette, and I knew Short had no clue what to answer with. And if she managed to guess the right answers that easily, man, she had me fooled. At that point, we closed the board and tried to forget about it, but I wanted to know more. Why was Jake following me? What did he want? We opened the board again, and it was different this time. It was trying to get us to play the board alone. Well, more specifically, me. Mm. I before I know that's a big no when messing around with boards, so we kept telling Jake no. Before playing, I'd taken my wedding ring off and had been sitting on the floor beside me. I don't know why, but I looked to see where it was, and the ring was gone. Ooh. Jake kept trying to convince Short to go look for it, uh, while I remained on the board He kept saying it was in another room In the barracks And she went off looking after we closed the board This went on for a while And finally I found my ring Hiding under some papers on my desk Where I hadn't left it mm. Having played Jake's games long enough Short offered to try and cleanse me I didn't think it was going to work But I said whatever and let her do it Afterward, I wanted to see if Jake was really gone. Sure enough, when we broke out the board the la one last time, Robert came through. We asked about Jake, and Robert said, and all Robert said was, gone. Mm -hmm. After that, I never touched a Ouija board again. I'm not sure if Jake is still hanging around or if he's really gone. I'm 25 now, and it's been two years since the incident. I've recently moved, and since getting to my new place, I'm back to seeing shadows walking around, and the lights will flicker. Doors will open and close on their own. The usual stuff. I don't know if it's Jake, and honestly, I don't want to. I don't really want to find out. Uh, as an afterthought, now that I'm older, I looked into the neighborhood I used to live in when my crazy dreams started. 
I swear it was built... Okay, he says, I swear it was built on an Indian burial ground or something. Or she says, I think it's a woman. Yeah, it seems like it. Um, You know, I hate... Even, like, ghost adventures and stuff will still use Indian burial ground. And I'm like... Do you not know you're... That's not... Uh, okay. For a place that had relatively low crime, there were crazy amounts of deaths within a few houses of the one I lived in. A guy killed himself after a standoff with SWAT. There were some murders, and I remember correctly that there was at least one suicide aside from that standoff. So maybe that house cursed me. Who knows? Interesting. Okay. Well, because he saw a boy, a teenage boy with mm -hmm. blonde hair. Hmm. And then this ghost that said he was following him was Jake, Jake 19. 19. I don't know. What would you think of it? Uh, it was, it was, it was a little bit, it was the, the pizza thing. Was, the pizza thing. was very funny. Yeah. I should have stopped at the, the Ouija board stuff wasn't cool at the end. I didn't really care about that, but I thought the pizza thing was weird as shit and really funny. Oh, Jake. <laughs> Okay, wait. I have. Do you have anything else to say about that? Uh, I think real or not real. Not real. I think it's. Um, yeah. I bu I buy it. I don't know why he would take the time to write out this thirty-minute story. You're trying to. You're you're doing because you get for for clout and to practice your writing. Practice. I highly a... doubt it. Okay. Harry, this subreddit is for only for real paranormal experiences. Okay? Okay, okay. Believe it. All right, I have one more just to top it off. It's short. Ready? Okay, cool. This one's called The Ghost in the Sex Shop. Ooh, yeah. Posted by Rock On Kennedy. Yeah. This one was five Rock days ago. Ready? Yes. This one's fun. <laughs> I think you'll like it. Yeah. After my divorce, a few years ago, I moved to Grand Forks, North Dakota, and sold dildos for a summer. That's cool. The store was called Romantics. Roman with an X. With an X, yeah. Romantics. And it was run by my manager, a naive 21-year-old woman and a slightly older woman named Zofia. And mm. who was a little more cultured to the finer things in life. <laughs> I wrote, New Guy. On my name tag, so I was new guy. While training me, More Sophia like would ask guy. me questions all day, like, "You into blood play? <laughs> do you cool. like do you like pain, new guy, etc." She was always asking me what my dick looked like. Your usual sexist sexual harassment, so it goes. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, just setting the scene, for it was a strange summer before the whole ghost thing. I'm alone. It's probably a Thursday night, and we're dead. Romantics was open till bar close, and it was maybe 10 p.m. when it started. I figured it's an old building. It's probably haunted. Uh, so I said, hey, if there's any ghost here, reveal yourself. <laughs> Good. Ten feet away, some lingerie began to slowly but deliberately swing back and forth on the rack. Ooh. Whoa. They said, whoa. Ooh, la, la. Quote, is that all you got, you fucking pussy? <laughs> nice. nice. Why would you... 
Now he kept a cache of batteries next to the register in case the patrons wanted to see the product working before they purchased it. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. That moment, a battery fucking exploded and shoots six feet away, knocking over a dildo alabra, like one of those spinning slats with dildos on each side. So, be nice to specter, specters? Yeah, specters. I told it, I believed it, and that was the last I saw of it. Cool. That is a good one. Wasn't that good? Yeah. I saw the title and knew I needed to read it. <laughs> Ghost in the Sex Shop. Ghost in the Sex Shop. All right. Sorry that was so long. I thought my ghost stories were good I this thought... year. One good one, one funny one. <laughs> so what are you doing this Halloween, Harry? Which one? What are you doing? I'm just uh, talking about some bullshit. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to do a segment called... Uh, Wikipedia highlights. What? Okay. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I'm just going to but... talk about Wikipedia and Halloween. Okay. For some fun facts about Halloween. All right, I want to hear fun to me, at least. I want to hear them. Some Christians historically abstained from meat on All, All Hallows' Eve, um, a tradition reflected in the eating of certain vegetarian foods on this vigil day, including apples, potato pancakes, and soul cakes. Okay. I thought that, you know, bobbing for apples is kind of like a, yeah. a tra- Halloween tradition. Yeah. That's <laughs> apparently maybe where it comes from. Cool. And soul cakes, you ask. I just mentioned those. Yeah, what are soul cakes? A soul cake, also known as a soul mass cake, is a small round cake which is traditionally made for Halloween. Wait, like cake? It's like, like a little... Regular cake? It's like a little... Uh, Holy shit. Ooh. Little cake type of thing. Can uh, we order least. cake? I really want cake. They look like they look like this. Apparently, they look like little. They look like cookies. Yeah, they look like cookies. They don't look like cakes. They like maybe shortbready kind of things. I, I. Well, I want cake. No. I very briefly like skimmed the thing, and I'm not quite sure what they taste like or are. Okay. What they're made of. So I don't know. Um. The cakes, often simply referred to as souls, are given out to soulers, mainly consisting of children and the poor, who go from door to door during the days of All Hallowtide, singing, the say, say, singing and saying prayers for the souls of the givers and their friends. The practice in England dates back to the medieval period, and was continued there until the 1930s by both Protestant and Catholic Christians. Interesting. Uh, on the custom of wearing costumes, Christian minister... Prince Sori Conte wrote, It was traditionally believed that the souls of the departed wandered the earth until All Saints' Day and All Hallows' Eve provided one last chance for the dead to gain vengeance on their enemies before moving on to the next world. In order to avoid being recognized by any soul that might be seeking such vengeance, people would don masks or costumes to disguise their identities. Yeah, I knew that. You heard that before? Mm-hmm. I mean, there are also, it also probably has roots in like pagan traditions and stuff. Because that's how well, yeah. all but Halloween this, I also heard stuff this. is. It's a mishmash of Christian and pagan like weird traditions. Yeah. Um, the earliest known use in... T- print of the term trick or treat appears in 1927 in the blackie herald of alberta Hmm. canada as trick or treating wasn't really a thing in the u.s until like the 30s Hmm. man that sucks 
I don't know. What did you even do before <laughs> then? Seriously, though. Um. Okay. And then I'm going to... I was thinking of some costume ideas, some suggestions. Some of them coming from my brain. Some of them based on our episodes okay. that we've done. Halloween um, costume segment. Halloween costumes. I, I don't know. I just... Uh, maybe these can spark some discussion okay. for you if you want. Um, some of them, I based some of them on our more listened to George episodes. So episode four, the man, the moth, the legend. I thought you could do like a Mothman Jordan kind of thing where you wear like a basketball outfit and like, <laughs> like uh, with wings. With the wings and like the, <laughs> I like that one. Uh, Mothman uh, Ma- Jordan. Michael, Michael Mothman Jordan. Michael Mothman Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's Air Jordan. Because he's he flies because he's Mothman. Oh my God, Air Jordan. Um, <laughs> or um, based on the the Winchester Mystery House, it's a couple's costume. It could be Mrs. Winchester and her um and her exhausted beleaguered architect or a <laughs> contractor or someone. That's good. You could uh, that's a fun idea, huh? That is a good one. Oh, uh, you could be uh. Zombie Jeffrey Epstein and uh, prisoner Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? That's good. It's good, you said? Zombie Jeffrey Epstein and prisoner Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. That's what it should be next year. Yeah, that's good. I knew um, something was going to be Jeffrey Epstein of course. related. Um, you could be a Wendigogo dancer. Yeah. <laughs> You're like a grotesque, emaciated creature with antlers, oh, and then wear like dancer. Uh, go-go boots. knee-high boots and a miniskirt and stuff. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Or, oh, I like Wendy Go Wendy Wendig- Go-Go dancer. <laughs> um, you could be uh, Corvid nineteen, where you dress up as a crow and wear a big number nineteen on you. Crovid nineteen. Corvid nineteen. Corvid is like the crow family. Oh, words. oh, that's cute. I mean, yeah, Corvid 19. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's and good the one. last one I've written down is Opossum My Possum. Where you, you have, like, make a miniature, like, school desk that you can, like, that, like, sits on your shoulders what? and your head sticks what? out through it. And then you, like, dress, you, you do, like, makeup and, like, stuff on your head so it looks like an opossum standing on the desk. And they wear, like, a school uniform under it, like, from Dead Poets Society. <laughs> <laughs> it's an opossum standing on the desk. Oh, possum, my possum. But it's just a possum. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is what you spent all day working on? Well, I spent all day uh, running errands <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> no, you didn't. I was Snapchatting you all day at work, and you st- <laughs> you were laying in bed. <laughs> well, I didn't know what to do. I was trying to come up with something better. No, but- those are good. It's, it would have been too long of an episode if I did anything more higher effort. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so what are you going to be for Halloween this year? Hmm. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. Probably nothing. Uh, <laughs> I have a little headband to wear to work tomorrow. Yeah, you got a little pumpkin thing. Yeah, they have little he- they have little pumpkins. Uh, I could... Um, what, Why do don't I... you be Corvid-19? I don't have any feathers. Or I can't, oh. or any crow. I don't have a beak or feathers or anything. This is kind of short notice for me to do that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a costume contest at work, but they're like, you can't cover your face and you can't cover your uniform. 
so I'm like, oh, okay. So there's not, there's not. So a I can wear contest. my headband and a necklace, maybe. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Someone's gonna wear a cowboy hat, I think, tomorrow. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Sounds fun. I know it's gonna be a good time tomorrow. It's gonna be good. Good stuff. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go as a. Uh, are you gonna dress as up an as employee anything? Oh my god! Of our workplace. You're so lame. You could wear my cow ears. You could <laughs> yeah. be a little cow. I could wear my uh, bike helmet. Be a bike. Be rider. a biker. Bicyclist. Yeah. Be a cyclist. Maybe I'll just bring one of my stuffed animals to work and be like, "Hey, this is my costume." I'll wear my bike helmet and then I'll like uh, I'll smooch. Men and women, and I'll be a bicyclist. Hey, a bicyclist. Good. Yep. Good okay. One. Cool. Okay. Uh, well, that was content, right? Yeah, I think so. Can't find my phone. I'm like oh. really tired. I just saw it not too long ago. Yeah, it's no. on the bed somewhere. Yeah, probably. All right. You don't have anything to say at the end. It's on the bed somewhere. Oh, there it is. Yep. Okay. What? Nothing. What? Get. Just. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Alright. I've been Harry. I'm still Carly. And this has been. Known Unknowns bonus episode. Halloween. This episode <laughs> brought to you by Pants. Because it's weird out there. Bye. Bye.